0: In you know marketing the property that entrepreneurs are interested in, so the shipping container development mm-hmm. here these are where we intend to have shipping container uh, uses for small businesses. So it just it, it opens up a few more uses. I do have a, a chart here. If anybody's interested in seeing what's going away, if the zoning has changed, and
1: what what will um, come in new. So I think, um, okay.
2: So,
3: so, so, so you guys are selling the the land that's currently that's unused.
0: No, the the this land will be offered on a ground
4: lease right. to tenants that are interested in building
5: their own buildings. So right. we will enter a lease agreement with that tenant and they'll
2: be responsible for their own building. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to talk to you for the ones who want to copy it. Okay, let's put it to the floor. Um, this is
5: not
0: a comprehensive list of all of the uses is just the intent is just to show what uses will be going away
5: and what you oh. um, mm-hmm.
2: okay miss shantek your three minutes and your answers that's right. okay we can move right along for the members who can vote i'd like to see the hands that from an approval standpoint to approve this uh, uh, so reason application. Let's see a show of hands. So one, right. three, four, one two, three.
4: Um, two of those groups served as only Pittsburgh, so it's two groups that applied that served only Pittsburgh. Um, the majority of the groups that did apply are serving all five members, so all five members. We had um, community reviewers, uh, ten people applied to be community reviewers, one person couldn't meet the requirement, but then when it was time for the meeting, only four community reviewers showed up. So now we have a for people who are reviewing from the community level, those grant applications first. And then they'll make recommendations to the committee and then we'll start to review those um, grant applications. So um, again, we had two totaling $3.5 million dollars. Um, I know that the overwhelming feeling of the committee was that it was not, we didn't expect that. <laughs> we didn't expect um, people to, for all of it to equal up to 3.5 million. So we will start reviewing those applications probably late around the, around the holidays or just before the holidays from a community perspective. And then hopefully by the end of the year, the beginning of the next year, we'll notify everyone who was
3: awarded. Uh, Murray, um, for the folks from the community?
4: From the community, we had the <coughs> Stewart Center, and, uh, no, I'm
3: not talking about the application, the applicant who received the application. I honestly don't know. now that's one thing I didn't get before this meeting. I'm not sure who they are and I'm not sure what
4: community community they're from. The names did not sound familiar to me. So, so I'm assuming
3: it may not be anybody from Pittsburgh, but I'm not certain about that. But I'll let you know you're not, you got know. and you, you tell us
4: the applicants from our neighborhood were right. the Pittsburgh Collaborative and Stewart Stewards Center. So only two. Only two. I was thinking way more.
1: <laughs> Emory, just to clarify, I think the Stewart Center's application is actually the Gideon's Housing Task Force. Oh, so okay. the Stewart Center yeah. right. is part of it. Yeah, the Stewart Center is part of it. Because they notified
4: me they were applying. Yeah. So, I was thinking more. But it might be wrapped up in uh, of them applying for all of the neighborhoods. So some groups from Pittsburgh may have applied for all of the units. I think that was roughly 70% of the groups said they have service almost all, not Grant Park, but the other to Because Grant Park only has three streets. So many applicants, I mean, we can't really do much with that.
2: Okay, if there's any more questions now, let <laughs> spit it out. Not representative.
4: I have own. not reviewed any applications. I have no idea what anybody is proposing to do yet. So I haven't reviewed anything. I won't review them until none of this has been released until after the community reviewers make recommendations. And then we as a board get to see the applications at that
3: have and, and once you all look at once you all review it, where from there? Same thing. I mean, where where do the process fall? after you all as the board, review?
4: once we review them,
3: we'll with this <coughs> we'll see what we have,
4: determine our priorities, what what things need to priorities
6: that we outline. And we have a a
4: So once we do that, then we'll set it up to com- the commission for vote.
3: To to go from there
4: to where? To the city. To the city. Yeah, so that community development, you know, the one that it gets on. Yeah, it'll go to four days before they are approved. Yes, once they sign off on it, then they send it to Keisha Lands Bottom. She gets seven days to approve it. She can let it sit there. But if she doesn't approve it in a certain period of time, it just gets approved and sent to Apple. And then Apple, the first.
7: It's going to be the payment, it's going to be decided it. in contract. So, once it goes through all that, pay, it never comes back before the community? No.
4: Not in a sense. It comes before the community at commission. So, if you see it and you have an issue with what's being awarded, the issue, I mean, we have a representative. So, I would take it straight to the city council. We know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah.
7: Yeah. Because you know a guy from what community trust he came before, and a woman, We didn't really understand what going on uh, with it. And basically, he was saying that they, in my opinion with it all, he was saying that they wanted to build a affordable house. Community trust, he was representing they wanted to build a affordable house. My thing with that is that. You know, and the word is that to keep the kids in the neighborhood to go to Gideon. And so they need to afford the house. So my opinion with that is that Gideon had ran by condensing. If they're gonna bring Gideon up to standard, then the school should be qualified to attract people that wanna buy mock houses in pick up. And mean, you, you just keep making everything. I don't have anything to affordable housing people, but there's still a lot of affordable housing people, but the residents never own the land. To me, that's a, a misnomer. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, my thing is that why should we take the neighborhood that was uh, middle-class neighborhood and start turning into affordable housing? When you got all this land that the city already own and bank head, and, on, on all that, where they can do for the house, that, 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 so that's how I feel about that. Giving that money to them to buy some, a, some lots of bills for the house because they were saying the kids had to move from neighborhood to neighborhood. But my thing is they're gonna bring Gideon up to stand. This, this should be what Gideon should be. Doctors and lawyers should want to live in this neighborhood to the raise their children. I would
4: say from a committee perspective, the committee has an interest. Everyone that's in that group has an interest in affordable housing. Nobody likes to see gentrification in that group. That's a pet peeve for everyone. So from a committee perspective, we do want to see applications that revolve around affordable housing. Now, how that looks, we're not really sure yet. We don't know how that looks yet, but we do have a like a strong, we have a retreat and it's a strong passion.
7: But I I understand that about affordable housing, but to me all the affordable housing is shifted to the south side. You know, no one's talking about affordable housing on the other side of the city. And basically, the south side of the city is the most undeveloped land in the city. So if, if all these houses built, all these houses built as affordable houses through the land trust, that means the homeowner never owned the land. So years from now, when they want this land, they can tell those people to get out these houses. And they think the city, the government own this land, they can build, they want to build, own this land. And, th- and that's my objection to that, you know, because this wasn't no affordable housing neighborhood, it was a middle class, Black neighborhood and sit, like I'm saying, sit all that land back here and fall Why they can't, and it already belongs to the government. Why they can't build a fourth house on that land instead of wanting to take inner city neighborhoods and turn them to a fourth house? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just voicing Oh, yeah, there. I'll take it back to yeah. the board. I, I'm just <laughs> voicing <laughs> Okay, <about laughs> Reverend, I just wanted to know if. What's what's this was the time I'm to sorry, I've done with no, no, I'm if sorry, this Well,
1: that's it. No, uh, well, I was just going to say that's not exactly how the land trust works, and there is a workshop coming up that I can share in my announcement okay. if anybody wants to learn more about how the land trust works. Because I understand your concern, yeah. and it's a it's a valid concern, but that's that's not how it operates. It's it is pretty technical, but the person has a, has much more control than what you described. So
2: there is an educational workshop coming up that I'll share with you. Okay, thank you. Uh, if anyone else needs to talk, you, you have a question, for us? Oh, No, I just need okay. to that. Okay. If, we, if you have any more questions that you need to ask, I represent Anne Marie. Uh, she'll be here uh, for a second or two after the meeting, and you can voice your opinion with her. Okay? So let's move right along. Right okay, my name is Johnny Ford. I own the property 842 McDannon Street. And this vote, I will be abstaining because it's, it's my property. 842 um, is a property that always been commercial for some reason or another. rezoning uh, zone residential. And so if you go up through McDaniel Street, or right, where the McDaniel, you'll see that. Um, and so my partner, Paul, if you stand up. And uh, Terrell is in the process of putting <coughs> Cajun restaurant there. And so, um, the, the money that we invested so far um, to get down to the city hall, and for them to tell you we can't do it, and, and rezoned the res- I mean, residential, uh, you, know, you, you probably know how I feel about like that. So, Joyce <clears throat> came, uh, came to me and said, well, look, let's get it back rezoned the way it should be. And so, for, for the ones who want to know, it says, you're hereby advised that the following application has been scheduled for public hearing before the uh, Zoning Review Board uh, of the City of Atlanta Thursday, December 5th at 6 o'clock in Council Chamber. Uh, okay, it says, uh, case number Z19105, an order for the Council Member George Shepherd to be from R4B, single family residential. C1 commercial business districts for the proper 842 Magnus Street. So what we're we trying to do is just re- put it back into the proper space is supposed to be rezoned it back in there. I have no idea how that corridor, but we're in the process of getting it uh, rezoned. So we're asking, uh, I want to follow the same procedure that everybody else followed. So we're asking to put it to the board got, you know, support better. And what happens after the support letter from the p and back to the MPU, then it go back to uh, zoning, the reward, and that's the proper procedure. Um, and so, we have to post the board like everyone else can post out, um, <coughs> the zoning, our board. So, if you ride by 842 McDaniel Street, uh, the board should be there. So, if you have any entries, or I hope you want to vote on it, but I want to put it to the table because my banker, will stop my loan and I need for this bank to go one way or another. I need to know I'm putting money in it or whatever way I need to put it. So I want to put it to the floor. So Madam uh, Chair, if you just put that to the floor for uh, approval. Uh, Rezone 842 Magnus Street
3: are putting it to the floor for approval. Yes, sir. The the property we're talking about is next to where the the restaurant gonna be, right? No. It's, it's not. not it's the it's, actual store. Oh, the store. And they changed that from commercial to residential. Right, for some reason.
2: It's only commercial property up there. Right. So we got it straight, we got it straight. So you're talking about 842, A-4-2, 845, the three corners and plus my little platform there. And all the surrounding property. We'll to be of my- and the
1: extension, oh, one up there? Okay. So 15,
8: um, representing the leadership team to bring more unity into the community um, um, and that is we you can see this tree this happens to be one area of but we're hoping that every family in Pittsburgh have a tree like this that they decorate in whichever way that they want to decorate in front of their house during the Christmas season so we'll be providing we're hoping that uh, we'll uh, be providing it'll just be the wood Uh, and they cut out, so we're thinking it's going to cost about seven or eight dollars for that for each family. Um, Our goal, especially this year, is to make sure down McDaniel Street uh, that we have every house, but uh, if anyone would like to uh, get your um, tree and you decorate it in a way your family would like to have that tree decorated, we feel like that would uh, bring some semblance of unity in our Give me a call at four four three eight six eight zero zero seven, or you can. I'm at Bourne United Methodist Church, so I'm usually there most of the time. So uh, we will somebody will be knocking on your door within the next week anyway, uh, <laughs> to make sure and so to give you an opportunity to get your treat. So that's good. When is the parade? Ready? The parade is on the 14th, and I think Warren Head is the chairing of the Pittsburgh parade, and it will start at 11 o'clock at, um, Is that Stephen Street, go down American. McDaniel to Fletcher Street, and come back up here, and it'll be just in time uh, for the Kwanzaa celebration, it'll be just before the Kwanzaa celebration, so it's gonna be a whole day of, of fun activities for the Pittsburgh community starting with the parade and then there'll be lunch at Ariel Bourne Church and then um, the Kwanzaa celebration here. Okay, so they'll
0: get the tree and mm-hmm. you said to
8: put it into the ground. Yeah, you, you have, have to like, get cut for the stake so and you, put it in the ground. Can you, you can provide the stakes? Well, we the can you. provide the stakes too. If okay, you like and so it. the tree
0: costs
8: how much? We're talking about seven, eight dollars, just for the basically paying for the wood and paying for someone to cut the, uh, the design out. And hopefully, now if this goes, starts to pretty good, hopefully, and somebody came up with the idea of doing it in fiberglass because it lasts longer. But usually you can keep these trees, take them out, you can put them back up next year. But um, if, if things started moving pretty fast, maybe next year we might start doing it in fiberglass. And that may be a little bit more permanent for each family. Okay. Um, you yeah, guys heard Reverend
2: Hope? Is there any questions?
8: That's how it comes. It'll, it'll, it'll be fair. And okay. you and you will be responsible for a decade. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. okay. Mm. Mrs. 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 Is now. Ms. Kaiser? Uh, sure. okay. Oh, you got announcements?
1: Yeah, you don't forget. Man. Okay, come on. Let's yeah. So, um, I put some flyers out front, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about each of those just to make sure everybody knows there is a um, a grant program for small businesses in Peoples Town, Pittsburgh, and Mechanicsville. It's being offered through Invest Atlanta. It's for businesses that have a physical presence, so they are in some sort of building, and it's an opportunity to fix up the exterior building, do some marketing materials, things to make your building. you know, more customer-oriented, more customer-attractive. And, you know, the goal, Amory was talking about gentrification, you know, businesses also face gentrification pressures. So if you're renting, the landlord may decide to raise the rent. If you own, your property taxes may go up. So it's an attempt to try to support businesses in these communities with gentrification pressures who've been here a long time, to give them a boost to be able to help them stay. So please share this if you have a favorite, if you have a barbershop you go to, if you have a store, front this store that you go to you know the barbecue place or whatever please share this with them because a lot of times businesses don't trust that these things are real because they get a lot of predatory kind of stuff you know so you know grab a flyer take it you know, to whatever local business person you're interested in tell them that um, you know this is real real opportunity and it's a straight out grant because it's coming through the Annie casey foundation the investland has some other programs that you have to provide matching funds for or that alone this is a straight out grant So just, you know, tell people to take advantage of it. So it was opened up once before and nobody applied. So um, really need your help. They did a mailing to all the businesses, but again, like I said, people get a lot of junk, right? So um, they don't necessarily believe it's true. Yes. Um, That is a good question. I don't know if their criteria includes nonprofits or not. It's meant to support um, entities that have customers, you know, coming in, but uh, it wouldn't hurt to inquire. So, um, there is a flyer uh, for some homes for sale. Y'all have been hearing about these for a while, um, so I won't talk a lot about uh, the flyer or the homes. But w- what I did want to mention is that there is a tour coming up for Some So, you might be interested in, even if you're not interested in buying, you might be interested in seeing what the quality of the homes is. These are affordable homes. You know, there's a huge range of what affordable housing is, you know, from from decrepit rental slum sort of situations to really high quality um, both rental and for sale homes so there's so it becomes difficult when you talk about affordable housing because it means so many different things to so many different people there's so many things under that umbrella but I encourage you to come to, to visit, to tour these these homes and see for yourself what they are. So these are um, affordable homes for sale as land trust homes. So this tour will include the workshop that I was mentioning earlier. So on um, December 14th, I uh, wish I had the flyer for that, but it, it's, it's I didn't mail it to the board. I don't know if you'd send it out to call the holidays. Yeah, so December 14th at one o'clock at the library that's um, on Pryor, the Southeast Library, I think it's Louise Watley Library right. it's called. So uh, at one o'clock at that library, there'll be a little workshop there and then there'll be a bus and you will tour these homes and other, uh, other uh, land trust homes for sale in the area. So if you wanna learn more about how the land trust works, uh, this is a great opportunity to do that. They, they also, if you go to the website, they also have some other workshops. Uh, they've been to, they did one at Metropolitan, but they've been doing some others in the area. So you can really understand for yourself how, to, how does the process work? It's not for everyone, it's meant, you know, if you can buy a market-rate home, this is not the route to go because it is um, cumbersome. I mean, there's some steps you have to take um, to, to, to do it. Um, it's uh, it's meant for a home for someone who's, you know, maybe their first-time home buyer, uh, or this is just fits their price point, and these are for sale around 160, 165. As you know, market-rate home in Pittsburgh now are going for well over 200. Um, so, you know, these are energy efficient, um, quality homes available at well below market rates. So the the point uh, of the land trust is to be able to offer people uh, something at a low rate, sorry. So I'll just point you to two more and I won't talk about them. This flyer is for uh, recruitment for board members for the community investment fund, which is an opportunity for you to be a grant maker. So community members serve as grant makers. They have a pool of money that they award to the community. So uh, there's that. Some people from the neighborhood have served on it before. Those are the main ones. Thanks. Uh, let
2: me ask a question. Do anyone, anyone have any questions for me? Okay. Yes, sir. Do you have to be no, you do not have to be. No. But
5: yeah,
1: we would love for renters in Pittsburgh to consider it so they have the opportunity to stay as rents go up, prices go up. Oh. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Uh, this
0: one. Okay, I'm to, I have announcements instead of a presentation. First and foremost, if you go down to the corner of Rockwell and McDaniel Street, you are going to see a 15-foot tree that has been paid for by the community. Uh, and thanks to Mr. Floyd, he's allowed it to be placed in Floyd Plaza. We're going to begin decorating the tree uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And the reason we are able to decorate the tree is because of Rebecca Stanley and her family who are here. They have donated over 600, almost $700 worth of ornaments wow. that are going to go right. on the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to have a tree lighting ceremony on the 14th, starting at five o'clock p.m. Uh, we do need uh, strings of lights, if anyone has old lights that they have, I, I know I do, um, because I have a 15 um, foot tree, but uh, I do have some lights and we are going to post before and after pics on, the, on social media. Um, taking that hat off, going to Friends of Pittman Park, we did do a grant application for $54,000 that has gone in and it will gone up to the playground. There is one swing set up there we have applied for monies to create, to do another swing set that will also be ADA. Uh, so that some of our children who are physically challenged will have fun on the swing sets just like everybody else. And then there's a huge pavilion that's been put up and there's no seating under the pavilion. So we've applied for all kinds of tables and and barbecue pits that are going to go under that pavilion for for that um, money that's coming in. And then last but not least on your chair is a, a ballot. We are getting ready to do a series of banners historic banners that are going to hang in the new Pittsburgh Yard near building. This initial ballot has names of people, most of them from Pittsburgh, some from Summerhill, um, that we do want to see on those banners. There are also places. There are also lines on the bottom of the banner so that you can write people in. What we are trying to do is not only create these banners for Pittsburgh Yard, but to continue to add to the database. and. The banners are going to be on this kind of material. I actually have a banner, uh, a sample that has Lowell Vaughn on it and Mr. Crogman. that the designers have those banners, but this is the material. And some of them are going to be almost as big as 30 by 40 inches, and they're going to be suspended from the ceiling, a pole pocket on the top, and they'll be hanging there. And what we are looking for, and what I just got this week, are people, who were important to the community who may not have been recognized yet. Over the last three years, we've been gathering information on famous people, Carrie Still Pitts and Krogman and Gideons and those kind of people. And if you go up and down McDaniel Street, you'll see some of the historic markers. If you go in the NIA building, do you want see Carrie Still Pitts' name in there? And uh, the Genius family, or uh, I think Squeeze Inn squeeze in Restaurant is being represented inside the NIA building but people like this man, Mac Dennis, who was the first Negro to be hired in the the, uh, voter registration office in Pittsburgh, and these two beautiful women from the 1800s, Maddie Bynes and her sister, Fanny Bynes, who lived at the corner of Rockwell and McDaniel Street. We're looking for photographs like these, not only to include in projects that preserve the community, but to add to our database of people, places, and events that make Pittsburgh the historic place that it is. So if you have anything like this, or you have, this is, and I'm, gonna, I'm almost done. This is a photograph of PTA Daddy Night at Crawford Elementary School in the 1950s. Wow. These are the fathers who showed up in wow. their suits that's okay, awesome. I know you <laughs> <laughs> need to, to go to the PTA meeting and uh, I, we want to capture this, awesome. blow this up, and display this in Pittsburgh. So this is what we're looking for to include in the database, but on your ballot sheet, you have names of people that you know. I mean, some of them, Evander Holyfield is a, from Summerhill, um, Herman Russell was from Summerhill, Lowell Vaughn, uh, Sarah Lowry, who, who founded Pittsburgh, Neighborhood uh, the Pittman Park Rec Center. Mr. Doug Dean is on this, oh. this list, uh, George, <laughs> George Shepard is on this list. So we want to recognize people who contributed to Pittsburgh on that ballot, fill it in and hand it back today, or you have until January 3rd to to get those names
2: back in. Today. It seems like you need to make some corrections to that. I didn't answer any questions. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank
7: you. Uh, did, 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 did you have a question, sir? Mm-hmm. I got a correction. Yes, sir. Ms. Laura, she was direct. Direct. direct, direct, direct Okay,
0: because I had found
7: her on that. She was also Okay, because of Kiri I did
0: get that information. I think, uh, uh, that came from, Natalie gave
2: me that information about Carrie Pittman. Yeah, she, so. was, she was the first director. All right, so we'll change that on the thing and put the director instead of founder. Anything else? But again, if you have anybody that you would like to put in, it's a write-in. Yes. Um, I'm glad you was out. The, I'm glad you was out here. We, we, we were talking about you, bro. We were well, anyway, not, let's We're going to get him started. <coughs> All right, let's move right along. Let's do uh, is there anyone here from Joyce's office? No. Here now, okay. Let me just put it like this here. Uh, in the city official and representative Okay, that's good. They don't break it. Uh, <laughs> love the safety. Good morning. Good
6: morning. Those of you Thursday, want to recap some of the crime. Well that being said it's a trend that we are aware of and it's on our radar Uh, increased controls to deter burglaries and entering auto that's always on the radar Um, other than that is there any specific questions anybody has any specific issues addressed i know speeding is an issue in the neighborhood and we're trying to get more Officers, including some motorcycle officers, come up here and start running. Uh, we don't use radar aids later. We enforce uh, speed limits. Um, we're trying to get the beat officers also to be more aware and set up and enforce stop signs uh, as well. So if traffic is an issue, we know when we are trying to work.
1: I know that we don't have a... Right, I, a I did, and he pointed to me. I did. No. You did not. I'm sorry. The officer did. Sorry. I apologize, Johnny. Um, I know that there's not a law in place, per se, and that we have a procedure that we have to go through for one-sided parking on the street, but it's very dangerous coming down Garibaldi specifically and other streets in our neighborhood because our streets are very narrow, <coughs> and specifically on Garibaldi, The double parking on the street like even coming to the neighborhood associating meeting this morning the double parking It's dangerous, and if there was to be an emergency God forbid and we needed a fire truck or ambulance to come down here this morning to get to Our senior or our children that are here. They couldn't do it They couldn't do it so I think. Hey, uh, what can we do? <laughs> uh, we can we've had this problem. I uh, until we get to that point, what can we do? Can we gently ask? Have you can gone we gently, through public works? We have not. But until we can do, but until we can do that, can we gently? Hey, so, neighbor, can,
6: can, can we have a patrol officer every once in a while? Ask them, hey, neighbor, would you mind? So the issue falling the is, to with the law is as I mean, long as the vehicle can get through. Now as far as, well, I understand that there is a difference between and okay. yeah. okay. Now, you guys as a neighborhood want to. Ask people and coordinate, people, that's what they do in my neighborhood, and try and figure out one side of the street. Uh, I, I understand you're, I, we have the same problems in the neighborhood, I in, Especially the people parking on facing the wrong side on the wrong side of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: <clears throat> oh, so hold on, hold a second. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, You, ma'am, are you coming to Columbus? Okay, let's do this. It about 30 minutes, but there's too much movement. Okay,
6: thank you very much. Uh, now if the road is blocked, the officer does have legal action to okay. to enforce that. Usually what we need public works to do, which I'm you might know better than I am as far as the process that works in the background, but I don't think public works needs city council approval no parking signs on one side of the road. Okay. So I mean that would, that would be something that we can enforce. It's like on
1: so, a Sunday if there's a football game, you aren't going to get through that, now that if particular a little block. You're not going to get through. Well, because if, if the there's if there's traffic
6: issues like that, then you can call 911 and they're each the officer will come out and evaluate each situation. Okay. So yeah, it's a case by case basis. I think the corner you're speaking of is right now. what is that?
3: Delmar, Delavan,
2: Dem- 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 and, and, and Garibaldi. Yeah, it, it's just south of here. Yeah, south of that. That's Green, Roy, and and Roy also, okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's something we
3: need to take yeah. up. Yes, yeah, sir. I, 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 I hear a well Smith Street. It's the same thing between Arthur and Mary Street. People talking parking on both sides of the street. Same side, you know, they're both on going the same way. But let me tell you what I really have a concern about. We have the park and Lama plus. Now enforcing the um, 30 feet away from a stop sign. Um, and, and I would add this, this conversation with Mayor who is the commissioner. It's almost impossible. A lot of folks don't have driveways, but even those that have driveways, if you're 30 feet away from a stop sign, especially if you're on a corner lot, you won't be able to park in front of your own door. That's, I don't know what city council was thinking about when they passed it. That, no, that,
6: that's actually a state law. Uh, that, no. That's not changing for many reasons. It's a hazard at the intersection. So if you think driving down uh, a bottleneck street with cars parked on both sides, try, try and do it at a four way intersection. So that, that's actually a state law. That, <coughs> that, that's most likely not going to change for many reasons.
3: But 30 feet away from a stop sign. Y'all recognize
6: what they they live if somebody, somebody lives on the corner. I, I do
2: realize that, but yes. that's that's actually, well, there's long nothing long. that we can do now, but we will look into uh, uh bringing someone out here that uh can give us some answers on that. Okay, uh, it's throughout this neighborhood, we are so small. <laughs> okay, you have a question?
0: I saw that
4: when Cobb County was getting some new cameras blocked, blocked
3: cameras, they're not blocked. And they were like, a level
6: up on tag readers. No, actually, Cobb County is trying to catch up to us. Okay. Uh, we have tag readers throughout the entire city. We were the first jurisdiction. Okay. Yeah, we have, We're the ones that are pioneer okay. They're up they're throughout the entire city, and there's are still walking it's not a it's a, a computer that anonymously just runs every single tag and then when there's a discrepancy
5: and then it notifies someone to look closely at it. But it's not like a person sitting there running the packages Okay, we're gonna take one more. Okay, I have one comment about parking situation. I have how like, people who abandon their vehicles they'll park like a van there for like a month at a time. And you can't, you know, call the police and say, well, there's insurance on this, so we can't move away from that. But, you know, that adds to the congestion when you're trying to go down and sleep, People who want to live in, it, like, it's that they here. And we can't do anything about it.
3: So what is it that we can do about that?
6: Well, I, have cons- yeah, well, it has to have insurance. It has to have a registration. Now, a lot of times, they may have insurance on it, but the tax expires. So the only thing I can say to that, the only way you're gonna know, because sometimes people don't, is is just go ahead and call 911, have an officer come out. He'll run those tags, he'll run everything to make sure everything's legit. And if it's not, uh, they'll knock on some doors to say, hey, you need to move your car off the street because it's not legal, or they'll put an orange sticker on it, what we call a five-day sticker. It's not moved by that time then it's impounded. If it's impeding traffic or unsafe, then we'll just go ahead and impound it without
2: the five-day notice. Okay. If you have any questions, Brother Dean. Yes, you, you have any more questions? Well, I don't. No, I'm not asking y'all this. We're gonna be talking should, over there. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Um watershed. MPUV representative. Okay, next Monday is that the that's the first
3: meeting? Yeah.
2: On the 10th of January.
9: What
2: location? ADM? Uh, Georgia Avenue. Two fifty-two Georgia Avenue. MPUV. The tenth of January. Okay, for the ones who wanna that is number? Uh, That's dumb
3: That yeah. Georgia yeah. Hill. That's Georgia Hill. Yeah. Georgia Hill
2: building.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: You yeah. not want from Pittman Park? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Winfrey has one, one more announcement. No, no,
0: I'm
2: good. Okay, so I'm good.
0: I do want to, because a lot of people don't know uh, Rebecca. And will you and your family stand for a second? They're the ones who donated the thing. Thank you for that. Uh, will you stand? Yes. Stand. So they're the ones who donated almost $700 worth of uh, ornaments for our tree. And I just wanted to say thank you one more time. Thank you.
4: We have
0: lights.
2: You mentioned lights that we could donate. Yes. We have lights. How do we donate? We'll, we'll be at uh, the tree tomorrow, starting okay. at 1 uh, o'clock. Okay. And my there at Flory Plaza, 825 McDaniel Street. I'd like to ask one question. Uh, Rebecca. Yeah. For the ones, what is it, 931 McDaniel um, Street? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This is the facility that Rebecca and uh, her uh what what's the project uh, yeah. the blueprint that they, so they purchased that particular product, uh, property down there and when you guys are started start across so, yeah we have a, um our variance our zoning review board is um, this thursday this thursday so yeah, right. i think mean, as long as that gets approved then we'll uh, move forward after that um and we'll
1: keep you guys posted we'll do demo first um,
0: the timeline for that and then we'll have to demo it and then we'll to it to, like what it is now. Um, um, so as as that yeah. y'all know, what type of building are you So, so, it's, uh, so
1: Our nonprofit profit
2: for the spring here, um, but we live in a different room right now. So, and once it's done, we'll live upstairs. So, we'll be able to... okay. Go ahead and announce it. We're going to announce it, okay? All right,
0: go ahead. Okay, on, on uh, December 14th, here at Pittman Park, from 1 to 3. Uh, Dr. Kelsey will host a pre-Kwanzaa celebration. And if you've not been to it, it is a major event where everyone is beautifully dressed in authentic clothing and there's music and there's food and there's children and an elder procession and it's wonderful. And if you have not had a chance to experience it, uh, come on up to Pittman Park on the 14th don't know anything about Kwanzaa or the Kwanzaa Principles, you will learn them on that day. Uh, uh, Learning them and hearing about them was one of the reasons that Annette and I and Michelle, I think I saw Michelle, um, really made a point to ensure that the Pittsburgh Yard property is named after using the Kwanzaa Principles. That's why the main building on the Pittsburgh Yard property is called the Neo building, which is purpose. It is now, the, that whole property is now the only multi-million dollar property in the United States that's named using SWAT new and um, our community made that happen and Annie Casey Foundation um, embraced that and has allowed that to happen. So um, Dr. Kelsey, you wanna name up all of the principal of the real quick for everyone who might not know? <laughs> I want you to do it. You're the historian. Well, uh, we know that, the, that Nia is purpose.
5: Okay. Well, um, we say all of the principles uh, really are designed for Africans all over the world to, uh, to uh, adhere to and, and uh, be guided by. And, uh, and to reinforce ourselves, It's is very important to, to, to that we adhere to those principles. The principles are unity, meaning unity and community, unity in the family, unity in the nation, unity in the race. And Kuli uh, Chakaliyo was to self-determination. And self-determination is not individualism. It means that self-determination changes the principle that, uh, that we've had around uh, and that we've talked about. It says, uh, I would, uh, Let's agree to disagree. We say that that's nonsense. Let's agree to agree. That should be our goal at all times. So when we talk about uh, the foundation, that's uh, the takeoff of this uh, being an individual. We're dealing with the collective work of the fund, which next year will be that for uh, all year, So, including my cooperative economic creativity, the program that And uh the that I have faith in myself, baby is creative force in those universe. And uh they that we can do all yes, uh, So all
0: of the all of the spaces in the, the Annie Casey project, the <coughs> Pittsburgh Yard project are named using the Kwanzaa principles and then spaces inside of Pittsburgh Yard are named after some of the people, places, and events here in Pittsburgh. So there's the Carrie Steel Pits. I think that's the auditorium or the, the amphitheater. Um, there is a kitchen that is a communal kitchen where bakers or whoever has anything they they want to make, and that's named after Squeezin', which is one of the restaurants here that everybody knew about here in the in the Pittsburgh community. So when we're asking for all of this historic information. To include in our database, that's what we're using it for. So that when projects like the, the Pittsburgh Yard project or any other projects come to the city, come to the community, we can say this is how we want Pittsburgh reflected in what you're doing. So that gentrification off. is coming. It's this entire community turns into an Asian community a hundred years from now. There is going to be the footprint of Pittsburgh and the history of Pittsburgh in this community, and that's what we're working for. And so we thank everyone who is contributing to that. Thank you, Dr. Kelsey, for the education of that and for giving us the foundation to stand on as we were going forward with the naming and, and, the, and, that, and the use of those names in the Pittsburgh Journal mm-hmm. Project. We appreciate that. And um, that's it for me. Mr.
3: Jim? Yes, sir. If I can, I, um, I'm not It's not a to say others. I want to make an announcement that I hope that, and I'll come before your committee at this next meeting, to talk about the major cleanup campaign in Pittsburgh during the weekend of Dr. Martin Luther King. We've been doing it for about five years, maybe seven years. To ask some people to join us in the cleanup in Pittsburgh uh, during the Martin Luther King birthday, saw us on Saturday, skip Sunday, and we finalized the cleanup on Monday, the day of Dr. King's celebration. We're gonna leave the Pittsburgh neighborhood Association, along with other organizations in the community, to join the residents in cleaning up Pittsburgh. We gotta. We got a lot of leaves this year already on the ground, and, and uh, I'm hoping to try to organize businesses, residents, and help you put together a cleanup campaign. Uh, so you'll be coming meetings. back to us
2: <coughs> in January.
3: Yeah. Okay. Take a little money, but not much. And we're gonna be I'm asking just out it. your pocket, bro. Yeah, we're gonna ask the <laughs> organization <your laughs> to contribute so some of that money you all got. To do the <laughs> <cleanup> <laughs> <laughs> that we are
0: we will. I can tell you that we will commit the Pittsburgh Collaborative to that and the Friends of Pittman Park okay. to help you out with that. And then, mm-hmm. and then we can do the yeah. um, uh, marshmallow roast out there because it's gonna be yeah. cold in January.
2: Yeah. All right, brother Chris. Before I have an announcement to make. what uh, young lady was saying about uh, the park administration. Okay.
3: Situation. Okay. Sure. Uh, I just want to, you know,
8: making known to you and Mr. Doug, since he's the president, you vice president that y'all need to watch this to Miss Joyce Shepard because I had to well, go this week and buy a dollars ticket for parking. And not only that, just the measures that I had to go through to get this ticket dismissed with failure to appear and all that. And this week, uh, last week, one of those special-need kids bus came down my street and that bus had to sit out there for two hours mm-hmm. because of the. vehicle that was parked in the street, and my vehicle was across from it, but they didn't cite me because I was in a panic spot, but I wasn't there. My vehicle was there. So the bus had to wait two hours until they could be cleared for the blue line.
5: So the issue is viral. Like, okay,
7: that's something we have to do with this. I don't want to give one of the secretaries because the majority should be so on the mm-hmm. phone call. Mm-hmm. We just sent the majority of the level you know, I was to a about the traffic. Back two months ago, I met with George. Our travel he was talking about the four way stop sign that they put down about uh, the next house. And I told George, I said, well, what the city don't understand is that they need to do a traffic study over here because when they laid this neighborhood out, it wasn't as many cars over here. Before. Now you got a lot, everybody got cars. So the traffic pattern over no here need to be readjusted and everything because you got a lot of cars. back when they probably laid the neighborhood out, putting that many calls over because people couldn't call, own in- calls. But now everybody, two or three calls, so in- they need a new traffic study in the whole neighborhood. So maybe this,
2: get more in North and you know, address that issue. Okay. All right. All hearts and mine are clear. Got one or two things to say. Uh, Brother Dean, hold your Okay. Um I just want to thank you and, and you guys for allowing us, to, this board, to actually preside for this particular neighborhood. Again, I definitely want to stay, uh, I thank my board, I think. We're um, doing a great job. There's a lot of things ahead. we attend attending a lot of meetings for this neighborhood. Um, the ones who haven't joined, if you have a business over here, if you're a resident over here, please join It make us stronger. Yeah. Um, the other thing i like to say, come down to whatever activity you got going, let us know where we can help you participate participate in your activities. I'm excited about the, the, the tree we have down at uh, Pittman Park. I mean, not Pittman Park, I don't even know my own Down to the plaza, 825 McDonough Street. I think Brother Hope, he's gone, but Doug, you can relate to this. We bring yeah. some of these down there, yeah. and maybe we can sell some yeah. on the property. Um, the neighborhood is growing and it's changing. You got uh, the Casa Foundation doing their project on University Avenue, you got a car center. so we're we're in a, in a, it's like a gold mine over here, and everybody coming over here to dig for gold right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it takes a board that's going to have to stay, uh, you know, have some some things that we definitely have to go to two or three meetings. I think all of us up here go to a lot of meetings, and it's a job that actually you need to keep our foot to the fire, and where we can continue to relay messages and whatever else to you, you guys in, in the best form we know how. Uh, I'm just, again, I'm just thankful to the board, I'm thankful to Ms. Winfrey, and the decorating committee last year, we didn't have hot, I mean, with those things, donuts and coffee, so we're moving up like George Johnson did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, 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 all my hearts and minds, could us stand, let's be just looking. Mr. you to I oh. want you to, and I want to, call oh, you oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Okay, all right, what you saying about
9: that? I mean if it's not open for the
2: community and then we can let
5: can see,
9: one second. <coughs> what time is it? 11.22. Uh, okay. okay. by a show of hands, can everybody who bought a brick so far at the Pittsburgh Yards Trail raise your So thank you all for contributing. There is a Pittman, a PNA uh, brick that's been involved, Capitol View, Summerhill, the NPUB neighborhoods who we've advertised, they've purchased them. But for those um, that you may not know, this is McDaniel and University, and this is the trail right here where the bricks will be installed. So for 2019, we've sold close to 300 that will go in this area right here. Our 2020 campaign, which is a nonprofit, Will be on the Belt Line. This is the South Side Trail that's being um, worked on. It's kind of they're talking about it now, or will be. And so next year we'll then install bricks on the opposite end of the trail. So just want to let you all know that they're still for sale. They'll be still for sale for a long time, right? Our goal was six thousand. We're at three hundred, so we're excited about that. Um, but for through the rest of this year, if you want to purchase them for thirty-five dollars because you live in the Pittsburgh neighborhood. You can, but it's a manual process, so you would have to email our committee from this email, or I'll give you my phone number at the end. Um, next year, they'll just be $50 for everybody, it'll be automated um, through our website with Us, who is the manufacturer. And uh, that's all I have. Let's go, Mr.
3: Dean. Okay. Chairman, okay, I don't know. I would, I would like to suggest you all I don't know who is causing the they installed a new uh, light bulb in the community. I don't know who is gonna do all over the community, but I suggest that all of us all of us begin to look at it because we do want to if George and Pyber gonna put up a new light hole, we wanna be sure that it's in the right place. Well, yeah, so there you are. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, you got some areas that don't have Right. So we need to get those guys. Um, yes, sir. I
2: that. No, no, that. Um uh, My name is uh, Jonathan Johnson. I work with the Energy Institute Center. I'm the CEO Community out. Our babies are doing the show on December 11th at five. Yeah. Okay. okay, so they right. Okay, so after this meeting, I think you guys go from 12 to three. to 3. Okay, so if you're interested in it, I just want to put it out there. Thank you. Yep. So we okay. to um, there. Um, yeah, we're gonna put it out there.
7: Yes, can you just tell us what the uh, PMA social media is, so we can follow it. Somebody said it's a uh, social media. Or folks or so web page. Their web, yeah. the web page? Yeah. Oh, just a web page? Yeah. Uh,